This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I gotta brace myself for what's about to happen. I feel like you guys are gonna be powerful. My name is Doug and I love movies. Wow. Coming to you for the first time from the Leicester Square Theater. In what I'm guessing is always under construction Leicester Square. In London, England, UK, first UK show. 
I've done stand-up in a little one TV show here, and this is a this is the first time I've uh, podcasted, and it's sixteen twenty on Saturday, eight eight August. Yeah, sixteen twenty ish, twenty fifteen. Let me see your name tags, London. I feel like, yep, every single person brought a name tag. Except for I got a few tweets from people who uh, forgot theirs before they got on a train or something. But uh, thank you guys for bringing those, and uh, good luck to uh, everybody in, uh, in being selected today. Uh, I'm having a great holiday here. I saw Bradley Cooper in The Elephant Man on Thursday. Yeah, Cooper was super duper. <laughs> but I prefer the, uh, the story as told in the David Lynch movie. If you, you know, who cares? <laughs> you guys aren't going to run out to see. It's the last performance tonight. Did anybody here see The Elephant Man here in the West End? Did you like it? Yeah, okay. He comes out, he's all like in his underwear, and he's just standing there all Bradley Cooper normal style, and then, and then the doctor character starts to describe The Elephant Man's problems, and then he starts acting them out, and then you're like, ooh. That's going to be uncomfortable for him for the next uh, couple of hours. I don't know how he does it. And then last night I saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, which I, someone tweeted to me, you're going to be disappointed. And I was like, what? How could it possibly? Well, he was right. <laughs> I think it's like Spider-Man in New York played for several years in, in spite of the fact everybody hated it. Because little kids are just like, I want to see Spider-Man. And that's, I, I was surrounded by children who didn't seem to give a shit the entire time. The only things they seemed to enjoy were whenever confetti would come into the audience. They enjoyed that. They enjoyed the smoke. There was a smoke machine sequence and the kids are all like, oh, smoke. Finally, something to care about. My great impression of a British child. Anyway, I guess it's not that terrible, but I was just disappointed that like the first movie, the first version of uh, Charlie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, was a musical, and the songs are great. <laughs> and this version, they're like, let's write new ones. <laughs> and uh, so that's what they did, and I, I did not care for that. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At Floating Hatchet tweeted... Rebecca Ferguson takes her shoes off so much in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, I thought it was a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> this has been Treat Relief, <laughs> Foot Fetish Edition. From the Corrections Department, uh, the Corrections Department doesn't care which Adam Sandler movie Steve Buscemi was in, <laughs> but thank you for your concern. When I get back to the States, I'm doing shows in uh, New York City. That's uh, this Monday. And then uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, New York City's sold out, so forget I mentioned that. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and more cities to come, of course. Uh, DougLovesMovies.com for all of that. Let's look in the prize bag, you guys. You made the effort to make name tags and get here from very, very far distances. Who think they came from the furthest to be here? And not like you lived in the States and now you live here. <laughs> not that sort of thing, but like who, who traveled the furthest? Is there anyone? Australia? Australia? Yeah. Just for this or you were coming here anyway? Pretty much just for this. Just for this. Because <laughs> I'll do it in Australia someday maybe. <laughs> sure, why not? I like it down under. 
This time I decided to go over instead of under. And uh, what about, somebody said they drove like 24 hours or something? Yeah, 24-hour bus trip. 24-hour bus trip? You're insane. You could just listen to this for free tomorrow. But thank you for coming, dude. Uh, in the prize bag, I'm not going to take the rubber bands off, but it's, it's a poster for the movie Birdman that somebody gave me, and I flew all the way over here with it. And, uh, and so the ends are extremely dented from being in my luggage, but if you frame it, it'll look perfect. Or you could just throw it out. Uh, I brought a, one of my CDs and then a couple other CDs from the same record label that I'm on, uh, one by uh, Guy Branham and another one by... Uh, I want to say, what's his name? <laughs> it, it doesn't have his name on it, just his face. I want to say it's Zach Selwyn, I think is his name. But anyway, very funny dude. I think he does funny raps. Um, this is something I got in Traverse City. And um, if you've heard Douglas movies from Traverse City, Michigan, we talked about it on an episode a year or two ago. Uh, the first time I visited them, they, they always give me a bag full of uh, stuff from around the area, products and stuff. And... Uh, these are uh, what look like cookies in the shape of Michigan, but they're actually dog treats. <laughs> like, I don't know why you'd put fucking frosting on a, a dog treat, because dogs are just, they'll just eat it without the frosting. They're not going to complain. But uh, I, I ate every single one of them. <laughs> the, probably the first two times that I visited there. They're not terrible, but most, mostly because of the icing. So that's in the prize bag. Uh, this is something I got while I was here, a, a, a goofy Pez dispenser. It's, uh, for the listeners, it's Goofy, the character. <laughs> it's not just a Goofy. I mean, I guess they're all Goofy when you think about it. Uh, some packs, some coffee packets from my hotel room. <laughs> and maybe the ultimate uh, gift from someone who traveled all this way for this show. Uh, my, the airline I was on gives you a bag full of, you know, things to... Did they, on the 24-hour bus ride, do they give you something with deodorant and toothpaste and a toothbrush and stuff? That is rude. Look, even some tissues. So, but I think the bag is uh, useful for something, maybe. Uh, so that's in the prize bag. And then, of course, my guests have brought stuff as well. So we bring them out here. All right, you guys, these are all three uh, first-time guests on the show, so be kind to them and give a big, warm welcome to Richard Shandling, Roisin Kanati, and Scroobius Pip. I'm glad I managed to get three people you're familiar with. <laughs> uh, John Lithgow sends his uh, regrets for not being able to be here. I don't, I don't, it's weird to say that in front of the guests that are here. But I just wanted to mention it because he's such a nice man. He was on my show a few years ago in Los Angeles and he's always pledged to come back and he's always in a different city or country than I am. And he's working on a project here in London currently and for just a few days, had to go back to New York City for some reason, 
where I just was and I'm just about to be. We're like just completely missing each other. So he sends his, uh, his warm regards to you guys for, uh, for coming out. But let's meet these three people. First up, and also so polite, none of them win the Pete Holmes Award. <laughs> which I appreciate, because my voice is still fucked up. Roisin Kanati is here, everybody. Hello. Waving politely. And uh, so everywhere you go, you have to tell people it's, it's pronounced Roisin, because it's certainly uh, spelled, it's tricky. Irish, it's an Irish name, so it's spelled like raisin. Uh, but Roisin Connery, yeah. If raisin was spelled with an O. And when, when I say... <laughs> when I say that to people, I go, it's like raisin with an O, they go, cool. Where's the O? And yeah. just, it doesn't make it easier. Is it like hoisin? Oh, raisin. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Hoisin. Like yeah, hoisin right? Hoisin, hoisin sauce. sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With an R. That's what I thought, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and... You, of course, are a, a very successful stand-up comedian. You won the uh, Newcomer Award at uh, Edinburgh f- a few years back. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Super cocky about it. I like that. And, uh, and uh, that's another thing that I did, I guess, wrong, is scheduling this show opposite uh, the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> like, people are like, good luck getting guests, idiot. <laughs> Idiot with an O, and uh, but I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with myself. I think I, I think it came together nicely. And are you a, a big uh, movie fan? Big movie fan. Big big movie fan. Is it film it at uni? What? This fell out of the bag. If anybody needs to pick their teeth, let me know. <laughs> Got to make sure that gets in there. Um, what, and, Roisin, what did you bring for the prize bag? I it's an interesting item. Yeah, it, it, it looks worse than it is. <laughs> um, I brought a hair, a hair wand for those beachy hair days. And it's just uh, you don't use it anymore? Or you have I've another got, one? I've upgraded, mate. <laughs> You didn't bring the nicer one? No, I'm not a lunatic. Well, that's terrific, but maybe uh, let's give it that personalized touch. Let's, why don't you sign it? Uh, okay, but it's going to go in someone's hair. Someone's just going to have a raisin written in their hair. <laughs> Is that a raisin in your hair? There you right, go. There we go. Sign yeah. in it. And sign while you do that, we'll meet our next guest. Richard Chandling is here, everybody. Hello. <laughs> I have to look at my notes to see your your because your uh, Twitter name isn't your uh, no, no. your regular name. Your Twitter name is Squat underscore Betty. Yeah. What what's that about? Well, uh, before the internet was popular, I decided to choose all my usernames, not realizing you had to have more clever, better, easy, findable usernames. But it's a reference to a Withnail and I. A Withnail and I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a weird delay after a, after a lot of things that are yeah, said. Yeah. Probably not in the other direction. Here, I'll take the, thank you very much yeah, for yeah. signing that. And, oh, here, I'll, I'll grab it. Oh, sorry. Mess with it. All right. And uh, Richard, uh, what did you bring for the prize bag, dude? I brought um, three things. I brought uh, a four-disc box set of historical epics. 
including Barabbas, the Conqueror, Spartacus, and Gladiator. Uh, the Alan Dean Foster novelization of Alien. <laughs> and a mixtape of 11 hours worth of film music that I play before my uh, film shows in London. So, which has been signed by everyone up here, so that's well worth, well worth playing for. Uh, there you go. Terrific. That's, a, that's great stuff for the prize bag. I'm fascinated by this Alien book. Uh, he did all three of them, uh, and uh, and Clash of the Titans. But he didn't write the actual screenplay. No, any of no. This, this is the uh, this is the uh, you know he saw that watched the film and then wrote a book based on what happens. <laughs> so you know how in the film you see like John Hurt get the thing in his face. In the book you get to hear, oh, it hurt. Uh, you know, because obviously you don't get that from watching Alien, that it's, that it's painful. Yeah, I guess just to draw you in, there's an excerpt from the book on the first yeah. page, before the title page, and it starts with, oh God, it hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts, it hurts, which interestingly enough is the first sentence of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how popular that is over here, that... That book. I saw Alien here, uh, performed by bus drivers from Dorset. <laughs> In this room. Best show I've ever seen. It was incredible. They just act the whole thing out? And, and they are bad. <laughs> but they do it for charity, and it's one of the best things you'll ever see. Have you got a chance to see it? There's a lot of running in spaceship corridors in that movie. How do they recreate there's a that? Lot of blackouts. <laughs> Why they put boxes together? Um, they actually just release a cat and try and find it. <laughs> Jonesy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you had me on your uh, Twitter bio, Richard. At uh, the very first thing you wrote on there is VHS enthusiast. Yes. That's pretty uh, pretty impressive. And then you can be, people can check you out at theawesomemovieguy.com. Well, yeah. Go big or go home, that's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> when you say theawesomemovieguy.com, are you saying that you're an awesome guy or that the movies are awesome? A little bit of both. Okay. Fair enough. And Scroobius Pip is here, you guys. Hello. Hip-hop artist, spoken word artist, podcaster, all of those things. And, and, and available today. <laughs> yeah, it's so, a bloody lift guy. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what do you, how do you prefer to be, uh, I know Scroobius Pip is your... Just stage pip, name, pip's performance easiest, name? Pip's just Pip. Pip. Pip is the shortest, just Pip. I was going to guess Mr. Pip. Mr. Pip's fine. I like that. If we're feeling formal. All right. I'll probably change it up throughout the show. Do. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, you've already pr it, pronounced Rasheen's name four different ways, so... It's like I just, jazz. <laughs> I just realized I have some Scrooby snacks if you're interested. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um... Uh, I wanted to run something by you that someone tweeted this morning uh, that I was curious about. Yeah. Uh, somebody named Dan Bibliotech uh, <laughs> wrote on Twitter about you. Yeah. He was honking up all over the shop. So I'm already lost. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what honking up all over the shop means. On his uh, last potty. 
which I, I love. Wow. I'm going to use the word potty yeah. from now on to describe podcasts. Yeah. And then uh, he finished it with, better get yourself some wet wipes. Wow. What did you say on your potty that would make someone think that I ain't going to need wet wipes when you're on my show? Oh, we did a masturbation special. There right? And that, no, is, no, I that is the I best way to clean up. I don't know which one that could have been, but yeah, that sounds nice. I'm glad he was honking <laughs> up rather than down. No one wants to honk down. No, you're the one that was honking up. Oh, I was honking up. Yeah. Shit. So you don't know what honking up is either? No. Sounds like, I mean, I, I, he could have just wrote talking up, I guess. Is, yeah. Because you, did you uh, mention that you were going to be on this show on your show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I may have. No, I mentioned on Twitter. I mentioned on Twitter. I gave the game away. All right. Quite inappropriately. No, that's all right. That, that, that happens more than, <laughs> more than I'd like. And uh, <laughs> let's start with Roisin. Thank you guys, all of you, for being here. And Roisin, the first question I put to you is, have you been to the cinema? Have you seen a movie? Can I give you my stuff for in, in the Oh, in yeah, the, the prize bag. <laughs> I have listened. I was I like, your presence is enough, Scroobius. <laughs> Um, I've got a few Scroobius is my favorite teacher at Hogwarts, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought the book of Submarine, which was turned into an awesome film by a guy called, it was, it was written by Joe Dunthorne, and it was awesome. So I bought that. I bought a comic of The Wicked and the Divine, which is being turned into a TV show, but it's really good. I just had two of them. Um, I bought my own DVD because I'm promoting myself. And I bought a replica of the jacket from Drive. <laughs> Wait a second. That might be the... No offense to anyone who brought a, a mixtape or a uh, hair curling device, but... That might be the greatest... I feel like a, a dinner party and I've shown up with a rat. Like, no, no, no. Like fucking John Lithgow wouldn't even have brought something this awesome. No, the beauty of it, the beauty of it is it appears to be a really good prize, but having bought it myself, you realise there's not a lot you can do with it. <laughs> like, you can't turn up to see your mates wearing the jacket from Drive. <laughs> so that looks like it's a really good prize, but whoever wins it, just go in in your cupboards, as it's been in mine for about a year now. But I think, I think walking around, like you, people might think that you're him because... No, they might think you're a dick. <laughs> you kind of look like Ryan Gosling with, if he grew a, a big bushy beard well, like I he's going to play an Amish person or something. Don't make me take it back. What size is this? I don't know, a medium? Yeah, it looked a little on the small side. It's got, I mean, it's got to be tight, though. It's got to be tailored. You can't go, go loose on such a thing, surely. Oh, okay. Well, because I, I was going to say, I was, I'm, I'm like looking all over for what size it is. It says it right on the hanger. Yep. Um, when, but uh, uh, that's uh, terrific. Uh, when picking my badge, I'm going to try and pick someone that will fit that yeah. completely it, so I can try and win for them. It's too small for uh, Pete Holmes, but he would definitely wear it because <laughs> he's obsessed with that movie. Well, that's, uh, thank you for uh, bringing all this stuff, and let's give a more specific plug to your, uh, your two-disc special edition. Yes. Uh, it's that that it's was my Edinburgh Fringe show, the year that Roshin won the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> so it's, it wasn't even a runner-up, but it's on DVD, so... Well done. <laughs> it's called... It's called Scroobius Pip Words, live at the Edinburgh Fringe. So there you have it. 
thanks for bringing all that stuff. And no then worries. I, I was I was asked, let's go back to what I was doing, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ask Roisin what, what movie you saw recently, if any. Um, well, I watched Jerry Maguire yesterday. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you finally getting around to that? Or are you a, already a fan? I, I, I couldn't believe it was 20 years old. When I eyed it, it was 20 years old. And I thought, I've got to watch it again. And I watched it. And I, I like that film. Um, do you not like Jerry Maguire? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have any problems with it. I went to watch the Italian film. It's called Summertime at the BFI. Is it called Summertime? Is anyone talking about that film? Is it called Summertime? Yeah. It's bad to ask the audience yeah. questions because they know they'll flip out on them if they, <laughs> if they speak out of turn. <laughs> I went to watch that and that was really good about a sort of rural family in Italy, all girls growing up. It was cool. It's a pretty good film. Shit summertime, end. you think summertime. it's called. Yeah, Summertime. <laughs> She's getting pissed off. Yes! Yes. <laughs> now I'm not so sure you saw Jerry Maguire. Could you describe that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of, I like Cuba Gooden Jr. in it. Yeah, Academy yeah. Award winner for yeah. that. Yeah, and then he ran up on stage, on stage when he won the award, and he jumped up and down a lot, and then he never worked again. <laughs> except to, except to play radio. Oh, God, yeah, he hasn't. What? Did you ever see radio? No, what happens at radio? <laughs> that, that guy's seen it. He watched it on a 24-hour bus ride. <laughs> Watched it on a loop. Uh, he I'm, plays I'm, a, a uh, I believe he's a mentally handicapped young man who uh, helps out some sort of sports team. I, and he's called Radio because he's always got a radio that he uh, mm. enjoys, little is transistor he, radio. Is he not well in the film? He's not well. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't, it's rude these days or inappropriate to use the expression, uh, you know, retarded or retard. But the, when uh, Robert Downey Jr. is talking about going full retard in Tropic Thunder, uh, radio is one of the first movies that comes to mind. <laughs> that, that and Sean Penn and I Am Sam. <laughs> oh, and what's that crazy one with uh, Gary Oldman about toes? Tiptoes. Oof. <laughs> but you know, you gotta admire him for give, giving it the old college try, but I'd say, you know, uh, hire a retarded person. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do great in movies. Uh, Richard, what was the last thing you saw? Oh, well, I was hoping it'd be cooler, but uh, last night, for the first time ever, I watched Pacific Rim. Yes. And I uh, actually quite liked it. <laughs> I didn't know, everyone said it was terrible, but I thought, well, I'll give it a go, and it's better than Godzilla and all the Transformers movies. Absolutely. So, and I was like, it's actually great, like, the gravity works when they hit the, you know, like, you know the, there's actual real care into the bullshit, making it not bullshit, do you know what I mean? It, I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. I, I didn't think I would, but I did. So, yeah, yay, Pacific Rim. Guillermo del Toro is a passionate dude. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he puts his all into it, even if, you know, like, I'm not a big fan of Pan's Labyrinth, because I like to sleep at night, but... Yeah. <laughs> But the guy really goes for it, and uh, yeah, I like Pacific Rim. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, yeah, it also, it's, got, it's basically a film full of everyone I like. So it's like, it also had that other thing as well, that everyone who's in it is people I like in movies. You know, they didn't have that sort of annoying character you don't like, or, you know, you know people who weren't available because there's an Edinburgh Festival on or something. Uh, you know, it's full of, the, full of lots of first choices. Uh. We can't get the cast we want for Pacific Rim because of a festival. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Uh, so you're a big uh, Sons of Anarchy fan? Oh, oh yeah. Everyone, yeah, because uh, I, I don't know too many movies that Charlie Hunnam's been in. I've well. just been doing a film with him. Yeah. For reals? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's that called? Um, it's, 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 not, it's out next year. It's the new G G Guy Ritchie one. It's, it's Knights of the Round ta Table, and he's playing King Arthur. And he was really fucking good. It's not like a knight's tale where they have modern music and shit in it. That's what I was hoping, yeah, we but sadly hopeful. not. <laughs> I, I was hoping I'd get to rap <laughs> in, in, in a medieval yeah. manner, but that wasn't required, so. A waste of a minstrel, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just got in it because I looked medieval, basically, was, was the whole casting process. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea that uh, that you did that. How how big of a part do you have in that movie? Oh, oh tiny. But I'm you're glad it's not coming out for a year because I'm trading off it to get proper gigs. <laughs> because I'm in this big film that's coming out. I'm blind to speak a couple of times. It's, it's, it's minor. But you're around a lot? I'm around a bit. Yeah? <laughs> how many days did you have to be on the set? Because movies take forever. Five. I had five days on set. Yeah, so that'll be translate to about 10 seconds in yeah, the movie. Yeah, about that. About, yeah. I'd, I'd say four different sets of 10 seconds. I, didn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say 40 seconds because that feels like a substantial scene. <laughs> but around four sets of 10 seconds. So, you know, recurring enough to go, oh, Scroobius Pit was in that. You know. Yeah, that's all. And will you be credited as Scroobius Pit yeah. in the titles? Yeah, totally. Well, just say Dave. No, no, I've gone with that. I didn't want to go there. There's a guy, Plan B, who's a rapper over who went into acting and went with Ben Drew, his real name. And I thought, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that? <laughs> Who are the uh, lead uh, uh, characters other than... Uh... Um, it's Charlie. It's got um, uh, Eric Banner in it. It's got um, Jude Law. Heard of both of um, those guys. Um, it's got Neil Maskell, who I don't know if you know, but he's really good. He did Utopia. And, yeah, he's fantastic. So um, He was in Utopia um, and, things, and Kill List, which is fucking awesome. Um, and it's got um, Aidan O'Brien. Is it Aidan O'Brien from, from Game of Thrones and The Wire was his biggest thing. So oh, yeah, it's got yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some cool fuckers in He's it. He's the idiot at the beginning of Dark Knight Rises yeah, yeah. that doesn't does, bother does, to check does, under does, the hood yeah, 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 to yeah, see yeah. that he's got Bane yeah. that's gonna, about to take yeah. over his plane. I mean, come on. Yeah. But he's Pay a great attention. actor. It's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> does the... Uh, Best, the best, best accent in all of Game of Thrones, isn't it? Because it's like, what's he doing? Everyone else, you go, that's Northern, that's RSC, that's. Yeah. So what's this? It's like it's really weird. Love it. Yeah, he had to pull off. What? It, what was his accent in The Wire? Like just some sort of crazy. It was a bit Man. New Yorky, wasn't it? It wasn't quite Baltimore. It was a bit yeah, Bostony. Yeah, of. it was a Bostony accent. Yeah. Wow. Emphasis on the E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I ask you what movie you've seen lately? No, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to really skip you the, each time. Yeah, we go just through. every time. <laughs> Fuck. I shouldn't have sat on the end. I'll ask if we can rotate halfway through if it keeps happening. Um, well, the last film I had seen, I've got a f I do a film club in the cinema next door, and I had Dancer in the Dark on, which is an, I love it. It's amazing. But then yesterday, knowing this question was coming, I still chose to go and see The Fantastic Four. <laughs> and now have to have that as the last film I saw. And because I saw the trailers and thought, it can't be as bad as it looks. And it is. <laughs> Doctor, yeah. Doom, Doctor Doom looks like he's painted on the wall uh, like a, a laser quest. 
That's the styling they've gone for Doctor Doom in this. So yeah, not top five. Unfortunately, if you make me laugh, it also makes me have a coughing fit. <laughs> uh, I saw The Gift this morning because I had uh, options of seeing Fantastic Four yep. or The Gift. Made the right choice. And yeah, I gave a gift to myself <laughs> of not seeing Fantastic Four. And uh, The Gift is, uh, what I write here? Uh, something I want to take to the returns department. <laughs> No, it's actually quite good if you like that sort of thing. Like, you know, it's a, a kind of, a, you know, guy comes into a couple's life and turns out to be fucking scary. You know, speaking of, uh, it's like Pacific Heights. I almost said Pacific Rim. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like Pacific Heights. Remember that one with Matthew Modine and, and Michael Keaton? Yeah, and uh, yeah. Same sort of deal, but uh, directed and written by the guy who plays the creep in the movie, Joel Edgerton. And uh, he does a good job on all, yeah. all fronts. It's not something I'd ever want to see again, because once, once you know how it all plays out, it's like, uh, who needs to see that again? But while you're watching it, it's like, what, what's going to happen? You say to yourself a lot, and uh, <laughs> some, some people, that's all they want from a movie. That'll do. And uh, it's not enough for me, really, but uh, it, it was well done. It's what kept me, me going on Predestination. Have you seen Predestination? Oh, I like that. It's, it's crazy. It's one that you're just watching thinking, this is stupid. But it keeps getting increasingly stupid until you're like, fair play, that was bravely stupid. <laughs> The, the boldness Drama. of the ridiculous, it just goes ridiculous or ridiculous, like, all right, that's, I've got to respect that, to be honest. But, but it's also yeah. one of those films that uh, you have to say to people, have you seen Predestination? No, watch it, don't watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, and, the, and the thing the trailer goes, and then this twist, and this twist, and this twist, and it's like, we don't want to see the, the linear story of all no. the things we know is going to happen. The idea of Predestination is you kind of go, like you say, what? Ah, don't oh, be silly. Ah, it's great, yeah. Yeah, they all Just do that it. now with the trailers, and it's very, yeah. very frustrating. The, the movie Vacation that's out now, like every, every like punchline to the scenes yeah. is just quicker and in the trailer. The trailer so feels like waiting an option, for that to happen. An What's alternative. That? The trailer feels like an alternative. If you've not got time to watch it, here's basically the film. Yeah. Rather than here's a trailer, come and see the film. That's what I like now. Like if I'm watching a movie, a trailer for a comedy, and I laugh a few times at the trailer, I go, "Well, that's probably yeah. I've probably got that done. <laughs> I probably don't need to see the whole movie. Yeah. I just had a nice time watching the two minute version." And you got that for free, so you've not paid yet, and you've yeah. got the laughs. It's just a bonus. But Check I, out. I show up late now because I know there's gonna be 20 minutes of trailers, so I show up when the movies. Gonna, you know, five minutes before the movie yeah. starts. Because I just, uh, I, I've had it with them showing every single thing. I, I turn the other way for trailers for big movies I'm real excited about, like the new Star Wars and stuff. I just don't want to see it. Because even though it's just flashing images from the movie, you, I still sit there the whole movie going, well, when's, when's that thing going to show up? You know, where's the robot that looks like a ball? <laughs> Where the fuck is that guy? Um... Joel Everton in that film, is that, am I saying his name right? His surname, L, what's his? Joel? Yeah. Edgerton? Edgerton. He, uh -huh. just, he just put brown contact lenses in. He That's, did? Yeah, he just has brown contact lenses. I never knew what colour his eyes were. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a weird, like, he's gone, this is my character. It I'm, makes him look creepier. Plus, he's got, he made, he's, his uh, goatee makes me rethink ever having one. <laughs> Because he's immediately like, what's with this guy with this stupid goatee? But he looks like he's done it from Robert Durst, from The Jinx. 
Oh. Who's the creepiest guy? This guy. And then he just, that's his acting. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, I think that was a great round of what was the last movie you saw. And um, I'd like to do something that uh, I always have uh, a lot of fun with. It's not really a win or lose kind of game. It's called Love Like, Hate, Hate Like. And uh, see, people love it. Some don't. And um, at least there was no booing. In honor of his uh, appearance in the upcoming film, The Man from Uncle, from the aforementioned Guy Ritchie, uh, I would like to do a round of this with the films of Hugh Grant. Yeah, so there's a lot to love and a lot to hate. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through down the line. We'll each, we'll each go with each round. We'll start with love. Uh, you just have to name a movie, and you can pass once if you want, if you have no love for Hugh Grant and his films, or you don't want to say that you hate any of them because you hope to get 40 seconds in his next film. <laughs> um, let's start with love. Is there, Roisin, is there a... A movie of his that you absolutely love? Four Weddings and a Funeral. There you go. One of the early ones, I guess. And yeah. uh, pretty much responsible for his success. Yeah. Why we have to see him in so many uh, romantic <laughs> comedies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and a pretty terrific movie. The only thing I remember about it is it goes on for too long. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, one less wedding would have been fine. <laughs> or sk- skip the funeral. That's a bummer. <laughs> But the speech, the speech at the funeral, stop the clocks, all that business. Yeah. Great. Great. You, if you know somebody who dies, are you just going to... Always. Steal that speech? Always. Just I'm going to read the first page of uh, <laughs> the alien novelization. <laughs> it hurts. How it hurts. <laughs> uh, Richard, what about you? Uh, about a boy. Yeah, right? That's what Great. I put about a boy. You yeah. stole mine. Well, I don't really like... The thing is, I love Hugh Grant, but I don't really like romantic comedies, so it's really hard so to enjoy Hugh Grant Yeah, you're films. fucked. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. did, I did like his whole part in the, you know, the hacking scandal. It was great in that. It was brilliant to watch the news. It was like, this is the best Hugh Grant film I've ever seen. Uh, you know, it was amazing. Him and doing that double act with Steve Coogan was amazing. Uh, yeah, but, it's interesting. When he's under oath, he's, he's this, just as stammery as he is yeah, in, in his yeah. films. Yeah, it's, it's like the sort of Crispin Glover level of acting. Like, that's amazing. Oh, it's just, just you. Uh, but about a boy, you know, it's a sort of an arsehole, a depressed mum and a sort of bullied kid. So I can get behind this, this dynamic in a romantic. This is, I can work with these tropes. Uh. Yeah, and as stand-up comics, I found it really interesting the way he describes how he kills his days because he doesn't have to work or do <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. during the day. Yeah. And so I kind of related to that. Like, yeah, I'd go shoot some pool for a little while just yeah. to kill a half an hour <laughs> yeah. just to get through this goddamn day. Yeah, good choice. Uh, what about you, um, I would go Mr. For, Pip? I would go for Mickey Blue Eyes. Okay. Simply because I enjoy posh British people pretending to be from New York or <laughs> basically pretending they grew up knowing an Affleck um, and having to then do that accent repeatedly because he, he has to join a kind of a Boston, New York mafia type. It's, yeah, it's bad, but enjoyable for that sole reason. Yeah, because he really has to try to do the uh, accent. Yeah, but the, again, the beauty hilarious. being he gets to do it poor... It wouldn't be as good as if, if he was just having to play that character because you just have to have the awkwardness of him doing a really bad accent. But I feel they address that because he's clearly British trying to... Yeah. It's not a good reason. I hate it. It's, it's not a good movie. I couldn't think of one that I love. I should have passed. <laughs> 
You haven't seen about a boy? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, maybe you can put it in the like category. What's yeah, yeah. a what's one that you just like, Roisin? Just as just perfectly acceptable. Um, not in hell. Uh, Easy. Oof. It's fine at Christmas, guys. Um, it's you know. It's well, love actually is actually fine at Christmas. Well, that's, sh- <laughs> But yeah, you could have gone with either of those. I think they're perfectly nice movies. They're fine. They're three o'clock in the afternoon. You don't have to stay awake for the full length of them. Here's what I don't get about Love Actually. I've seen a lot of porn. And, um, yeah, that, that's not got a lot in it. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen like how porn works, but the scenes with Martin Freeman and the lady that's in those scenes with him, where they're stand-ins for porn actors and they have to stand there while they're adjusting the lights and oh, pretend yeah. to have sex with each other naked... Uh, I don't think that's ever happened anywhere in the world <laughs> except in the movie Love Actually. I could be wrong. You might be making porn differently over here. But uh, that was weird to me. What about you, Richard? Do you have one that you just like? Like, well, yes. Uh, Bridget Jones' Diary oh. because I just really like... Well, no, mm. I, I don't care about the film. I just really like the fight scene. He has to be fights, uh, fights Colin Firth. Yeah, because it's, yeah. uh, it's a proper people who it's can't just fight It's clumsy fight as scene. shit, yeah. yeah. It's what a real fight looks like. The rest of the movie's fine, I couldn't give a shit, but that, that fight scene is... We've got a big you know, fan walking out of the it. show right it's now. It's like, like, I put yeah. up with some shit Loves in my time, Bridget but this, Jones this diary. Is, He's coming here to fight you. Because <laughs> the problem is, I, li- I, I love too many more... So that's just fine, yeah, because Hugh, Hugh Grant having a fight is, uh, is brilliant, but that makes the whole film like... I just don't know why they gave her the, the whoever wrote Bridget Jones' diary could have could have called her anything other than Jones, uh, you know, could have called her Wilson, and then people wouldn't have to, you know, stumble through Joneses, or, yeah. or however however you pronounce it or write it. I don't even know where the apostrophes would go <laughs> when you're writing out. Uh, I guess I would figure it out. <laughs> it's not really something to worry about. And then what was the sequel called? Or is that going to come up as your hate, maybe? No, it was the Edge of Reason. <laughs> edge that's, of Reason. That's Spawn. weird. Edge, edge of Tomorrow, Bridget Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Bridget Jones, live, die, live, repeat. repeat. <laughs> Every time the date goes wrong, she just goes back the next day. <laughs> uh, so do you have one that you just like, um, This has been a big realisation that I don't love or even like any Hugh Grant films. <laughs> Which I was unaware of until now, and you've listed, there's been six at least so far that I've just not had any love or like for, so, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I really, with About a Boy, it really was the one that I, really stood out to me as the the absolute best one. And I I agree with Richard, I like Hugh Grant. Like, I'm always happy to see him. Maybe Man From U.N.C.L.E. will finally get the job done. Hopefully. Again, that's it, I've always thought I like Hugh Grant. Turns out I just don't like him on camera. Oh yeah, it was, it, it was you that said that. I, I put it in Richard's him. mouth. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I put it in his beard instead of yours. Um, I went with, this is, this is kind of a weird one and I'll explain why I like it. It's similar to the Mickey Blue Eyes explanation. I, I like a movie called Music and Lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because right. he has to play an embarrassed guy who used to be an 80s pop star yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's so embarrassed by it and then in the end credits they show a music music video that he was in that is spot on what those videos were like so that that charmed me so much that I w- walk away from it thinking I like that movie pleased pop pop goes my heart yeah it's, yeah, it's a great pop song it's, a it's great, not it's, it's not a bad song you're right yeah it works pretty good and the girl they have playing like the Britney Spears character is, is cute and funny and uh, I don't know her name uh, 
So that was mine, and now we get to go to hate. Now we get to finally get it all out, get it on the table. How awful ones are there? Which one do you hate, Roisin? I could tell you mine, and you can just yeah, share it with yeah. me if you'd like. Uh, he did a movie called Two Weeks Notice. Ooh. Yeah, and it Ooh. is so... It is like it doesn't even have a script, and that him and Sandy Bullock were just, hey, guys, can you turn the charm up to 11 today <laughs> and see what happens? And they do their best, I think. I like them both, but... Uh, they were called was, in on two weeks' notice to film it. Right? That was literally it. That's why that's they called the it that. That's where the name comes from. Yeah, but that's still Edinburgh. too much time to prepare, and it turned out that bad. But I always get that confused. Is it, is it, what's the thing where Sandra Bullock has to go to rehab? Is it 28... Not 28 days later, but 28 days... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's that sort of shit that they're making at the moment. One's got Steve Buscemi in it, uh, I think, as a parole officer, and the other one hasn't. But yeah, it's all those sorts of, oh, yeah. Awful. I love that there's some people, this has definitely happened several times, as people have thought they were going to see 28 Days Later and had to, <laughs> instead suddenly realize they were watching a Sandra Bullock yeah. rehab movie. Yeah. It's weirdly more realistic zombies in 28 yeah. Days. <laughs> Uh, and I've got. I like that I'm a massive Hugh Grant. I like Hugh Grant. I think. Right? Yeah, because I've watched a lot of his films, and I've, when you sort of think about them, go, they're not maybe not the best films, but he's so watchable that I'd watch them again. I I, I think he's terrific. I, I hope uh, things turn around. And he starts being in good movies. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see that. I mean, just the fact that he's in Man from Uncle, which is not a romantic comedy, and it's not a, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, like. Uh, you know, because early on in his career, he was in a lot of stuff that's like uh, Merchant Ivory kind of kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm glad it's not either of those things. Oh, for the loved one, sense of sensibility. Of course, sense of sensibility. No, that's no, one no, I even like. Not sense of sensibility. Um, uh, remains of the day. Remains of the day is another good one. <laughs> you're killing it now. It's remains of is this what you're going to be like during the game sorry, portion? Sorry. It's the remains of the day where he's got the glasses and the real creamed hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah he was more of a character actor in the early going, I guess. He was also in uh, that one about uh, gay dudes. Morris. Morris. Yeah. We've got a really great cricket match scene in Morris. Where the it's like says, a real life goes, cricket I'll match. Run, I'll run and there's no don't run but he runs and he gets out and it's like this really great subtext that's indicative of some sort of relationship thing. You we, are a VHS really enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> no other way to get that one. Um, what about you, Pip? Do you have one? Um, hey, you hate? Did I course. skip Richard? No, Richard, go on. Yeah, but I don't hate any of his films. I, do, I like him. Can yeah, I suggest another ones. one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you hear about the Morgans? Ah, oh, is that the Ooh. witness protection? Thing? Yeah, yeah, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's rough. When you can't even bother to say the whole name, you know you're not going to watch the whole movie. Yeah. Well, when people say it to each other, did you hear about the Morgans? Yeah, I heard they were in a shit movie <laughs> yeah. that I don't want to see. Uh, okay. I did like him in uh, the, uh, the Wachowskis thing where he played all the baddies. Whatever well, that was. Hang what was on, that? hang on to that one. The films that We'll films get into that one in a second. There. Uh, did you say one, Pip? Um, mine is the man that went up a hill and came down a mountain. <laughs> because, I mean, you said about trailers ruining a film. Just read the, the title. title yeah. Just read it, then go home. Well, it's about halfway. That's what I guess he's going to come down now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But there's yeah. lots of I saw it in the cinema. I went to the cinema for that. I, w I will see almost anything at the cinema. My love of the cinema is such that I will see a man going up a hill and coming down a mountain. <laughs> as long as I can eat ice cream and hot dogs. <laughs> Does he bring back a goat or something? Does I'm not what seeing What happens? It. He just comes back it's down? It's not good. It's a true story. I don't believe I'm having to... 
give this more air and light now, but it's a true story about a hill that was uh, previously a mountain and then was re reclassified because it wasn't high enough. So he kind of made his mission to add some mud, <laughs> to add like a few foot. So he went up a hill and came down a mountain. <laughs> It's basically the same plot as Sirens, yeah. uh, but with uh, hills instead of naked women. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sirens has some good nudity. That could have, I could have put that in the light category. Yeah. Some of that film's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> two parts are really good. Um, let's go with, this is the final round of this thing. This is a Hugh Grant film that you hate yourself for liking. Is there such a thing, well, Roisin? I've done this the wrong way. I should have said, Remains of the Day for Love. Okay. And then for that one, Feeling Guilty for Liking is not in Hill. You hate yourself for liking it. Not, hate's a strong is word. Is it because of Julia Roberts? Is that the problem? It's, yeah, it's yeah just front row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just... I cut out her face and put mine in whenever I watch it. <laughs> It's just a white Notting Hill. Everyone in Notting Hill is white, and it's very sort of a very white version of London. It's sort of not a great depiction of modern Britain, uh, but as a rom-com, you know, it does the job. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a girl standing on a doorstep saying some lines, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck she says. Uh, okay, now you can, if you'd like, oh, could you yeah. say Cloud Atlas Cloud for Atlas. this? Remember, that's how much I like it. Couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah. Really well, liked Cloud it. Atlas, like, yeah. first of all, what? All the time, it's like Jupiter Ascent. Jupiter Ascending is not right. It should be Jupiter Rises. Nothing. I don't want to watch a film called Jupiter Ascending. It's a film called Jupiter Rising. I watched that. Right. You know, like, it's not Dark Knight Ascending. Yeah, like, no, yeah, exactly. It's Ascending. That's what people do when they walk up the stairs in a or get a stair lift, doesn't it? It's like, it's ridiculous. But Cloud Atlas, I was like... I like the, you know, it sounds patronising, I like the fact that you're having a go. Like, you know, like, A, a for effort, guys, A for effort. Like, I really like the fact, like, I like the fact that everyone who's in it is doing it on purpose. No one's, no one's, if it's shit, they're not, they're not, it's not because they can't act or they don't know what they're, it's like, you know, it's like the whole Tom Hanks Irish writer thing. It's just like, he's yeah. doing that on purpose. Like, this is not, yeah. oh. this is not because he can't do an Irish accent, this is on purpose, it's amazing. Yeah, everybody in that movie plays like five or seven yeah. parts and they're, and they signed on like, yeah, I'll try to play these roles I'm absolutely not right for. And, <laughs> Yeah. Gonna have to put pile on the makeup yeah. and uh, basically black up in a movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. Uh, like I've seen it a couple of times just because uh, the parts I like, I really like a lot. Like I kind of wish the whole sequence where uh, uh, I can't think of his name now, but he gets uh, put in a, a hospital and, and they won't let him go. And uh, he's a great actor. And uh, Hugh Grant is like the guy who put him there. Like Hugh Grant plays the bad guy in every segment. And at one point even has this crazy <laughs> like tribal makeup on. And, and then the most fun part of that movie is at the end credits you go, that was him or that was her? <laughs> that black girl played an Asian woman or whatever. Like it, they show the pictures at the end of what everybody played and it's surprising and, and funny. It, it, it makes you laugh. So that's, so. but then there's parts of that movie like uh, what's her name, Halle Berry and Tom Hanks talking that weird future speak <laughs> that they made up that's just so silly <laughs> and uh, tough to get through. Do you have one, Pip? Um, I, I, I like myself for hating the man who went up a hill and came down a mountain, <laughs> so I'm just going to switch that on the category and be very proud of we my hatred. We might have to do that from now on, <laughs> is call it love, like, hate, like, hate. 
that's a really great uh, great spin on that. And thank you guys for playing. And sorry, Hugh Grant, that it didn't work out so good for you. I know he loves the podcast. I thought, oh, I'll just talk about Hugh Grant on the podcast because then he'll be excited to hear hear what people think. And then we just trashed him the entire time. Uh, man from Uncle, out soon. <laughs> In theaters soon. <laughs> and now is the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. Uh, everybody brought name tags. I'm so proud of everyone. And they're going to hold them up now. And maybe we can get a little, a little light in the house, too. Uh, oh, look at that. Thank you. Professional theater. Uh, lots of options. What's that dangling from the bottom of yours? Some sweets, good call. That's always uh, that always tricks people into uh, picking a name tag. I don't see any donuts, which is good. I don't want to trash this beautiful theater. All right, well, you guys get to pick. I don't get to pick, so uh, just go ahead. Oh, there's an eye chart over there, so. and I feel bad about my eyes because I can't read it. I think it says Dan. Um, but everybody, go ahead and uh, get up and go select the name tag you'd like to uh, play for today. And uh, while they do that, we'll do this. We'll take a, a brief commercial break. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Difficult People, the new Hulu original comedy series from executive producer Amy Poehler. Billy Eichner from the Emmy-nominated Billy on the Street and Julie Klausner from Ugly Americans star in this unapologetic story that TV Guide calls Beyond Laugh Out Loud. Very funny. Billy and Julie play best friends and aspiring comedians who seek fame and acceptance in the cutthroat world of New York comedy. Billy and Julie have no filter, no shame, and can't help but rub everyone the wrong way. From yelling at small children to crashing A-list parties, Billy and Julie are oblivious to the world around them. But they mean well. OK Magazine says Billy and Julie may just knock Larry David off his throne when it comes to curmudgeonly comedy. Difficult People also stars Gabourey Sidibe, James Urbaniak, and Andrea Martin. And guest stars include Seth Meyers, Fred Armisen, Kate McKinnon, Martin Short, Amy Sedaris. You know, the most funniest people on the planet. Difficult People premieres Wednesday, August 5th, and watch new episodes on Wednesdays only on Hulu. Today's episode of Douglas Movies is also sponsored by A24 Films. Presenting The End of the Tour, a new film starring Jason Siegel as the acclaimed late author David Foster Wallace and Jesse Eisenberg as Rolling Stone journalist David Lipsky. Doug digs it. You've heard me say that already on Doug Loves Minis. Based on Lipsky's memoir of the five days he spent interviewing Wallace in 1996 following the publication of Wallace's groundbreaking novel Infinite Jest, it's a transfixing portrait of one writer trying to crack the brilliant mind of another. The end of the tour is a moving rumination on fame, success, genius, the loneliness of being an artist, and the shared experience of being human. In select theaters, July 31st, back to the show. All right, well, we're back, and uh, that was very, very fast. And for the most part, there wasn't a lot of yelling out of pick me, pick me. It's a very polite crowd. The donut lady's not happy right now. Oh, no. But uh, Roisin, who are you playing for? It's uh, the name is on the. Oh, here we go. Don't read the thing. Don't read what's on the back. Okay. Because that's if you lose today, 
I have to say what they've written on the back. I have to call this uh, person or thing a shithead. It's very complicated. Uh, but you're playing for the Passion of the Christina. Yeah, she took a Passion of the Christ poster and stuck her smiling face on it. And she put me on there as well. So we can, we'll just put that down there. And, um, and let me see what kind of sweets you got with that. I'll give you these. What? You, go, you oh, get to keep them. I get to keep yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's flying saucers. And it's got Classic. no artificial flavors or colors. Look at these things. <laughs> no, nothing artificial about it. Does it have sugar in it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm not going to eat these. I mean, but they're yours. To do, it, do with whatever you'd like. Thank you. Mid-show snack? Are you going to eat them right now? I don't mind if you do. I'd like to know. I'd like to hear about what they taste like. They're polystyrene. They're like packing peanuts. What do you guys call packing peanuts? Do you have a different expression for it? She can't open it. Here, Richard, can you open that? And here, pass your name tag down. I'll describe it while you do that. Do you want me to open it as you're next? And then you can talk Richard picked one that had candy tape to it. Oh. As well. <laughs> Throw it. <Yeah>. Throw it. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Doug Benson. <laughs> Doug Benson in uh, San Andrew ass. <laughs> so his name is Andrew, and he put my face over the rock. I'm like dangling from a helicopter, <laughs> and that's pretty much the face I would make if I was dangling from a helicopter. So good job on that. And I got some. Uh, I got a crunchy bar, maple and pecan Quaker oat bar, which I, I can tell you maple I'm excited about. Pecan. I'm excited about. That's the yeah. exact opposite ingredients of flying saucers. <laughs> That's very much the Arnold Schwarzenegger of this twins combo we've got going on. <laughs> Do you have you ever had one of these? Yeah, not for years. It's like. So do you want to take a bite and tell yeah, us yeah. about it? Oh, Up yes. Update on the flying saucers. How are those? Use your microphone, boys. <laughs> yep. Just like sugar. It's just, it's just sugar. It's sugar in, in little, little houses. <laughs> <laughs> the little sugar houses. Oh, I'm glad the sugar has somewhere to live. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Pip? Um, this is just an air horn with yeah. a post-it note that says Andrew on it. I went, I went purely for the fact I wanted an air horn. A lot of people have put a lot of effort in. The gentleman here, who I'm glad that the lady you're with got picked, he's the one that, that, that suggested I come on, and you know, he kind of said I'd promise to pick him, didn't pick him, saw an air horn. He's <laughs> like, cheers, cheers, guy, I'm getting an air horn. <laughs> yeah, he gets to keep. Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, they, got it. they get a little foggy when you don't use them frequently enough. I've learned that the hard way. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a... Whenever I say the winner of one of the games, when I announce who won the game, could you hit the air horn? Yeah. That, yeah. That'll, that'll be fun. So much. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, I, there's you. nothing better than air horns, I, I think. I mean, I've got flying saucers. I've got an air horn. I'm so happy. <laughs> I hate myself for liking air horns so much. And, uh, and what was the name on the air horn again? Richard? Andrew. Andrew. Oh, we got two. So we got two Andrews and a Tina. And uh, Christina. Christina. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> don't, don't put me on the cross over that. Um, 
let's start with a game that I call Cluster Flicks. Yeah, AKA don't yell out Amy Adams or anything else, but I assume no one will yell out today because of where I am. <laughs> Here's how this works, you guys. Have your microphones ready. And you can put the air horn down for a, sure. for a bit. Sorry. Yeah, I've got my fingers in you it already. Itchy, I'm so you got an itchy air horn finger over there, I could tell. <laughs> and I'd rather you only hit it when I ask right, you to. Right, fine. Because air horns are so scary. <laughs> they're, they're, only, they're only not scary if it's uh, some sort of outdoor event. Yeah. Uh, like someone's about to start running. Um, <laughs> Or, or uh, regatta of some kind. Uh, I'm going to name three movies that one particular actor or actress has appeared in all of them. And uh, then I open the floor to the three of you. If anybody, the first person, just blurt it out if you know what movie it is. I have a feeling Richard's going to be better at this than, uh, than a typical guest. Because I start off with three, three movies where no one should get... No one should get the answer right. And then if no one does, I'll keep listing off movies. But I think this is going to end quickly. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, who was in The Man Who Haunted Himself, Gold, and That Lucky Touch? Is it Roger Moore? Yes. <laughs> So, there's probably no one else ever anywhere that would have gotten that. I especially, these are all very early films in his career. I think they were all before he was James Bond, but I, I especially love a movie called The Man Who Haunted Himself. <laughs> that's, that's, I kind of have to see that now just to see how one goes about doing that. Uh, and then I went, on, I went on to do more what I thought were sort of obscure, at least movies with big casts to make it difficult. Uh, street People, Shout at the Devil, The Wild Geese, Escape to Athena, The Sea Wolves, The Cannonball Run, uh, Curse of the Pig Panther, Spice World, Boat Trip. It goes on and on. <laughs> and then I thought that the thing that might tip it uh, with typical guests would be when I finally say Octopussy. <laughs> And then also the fact that he was mentioned in the Amy Winehouse song, You Know I'm No Good, which for years when I heard that song, I was like, is she really name-dropping Roger Moore? Uh, when she sings, you tear men down like Roger Moore? And the answer is yes, that's what she's singing. Uh, uh, rest in peace. So let's go on to the next game. That means Richard gets to go first in this game. And it's a little ditty we call Last Man Stanton. And um, again, the gentleman that was uh, took a 24-hour bus ride, I feel like he deserves first chance at this. Can I, can I call bullshit on that? Because there's nowhere in England that's 24 hours drive away. And I feel that's unfair on Americans. Because in, Ameri in America, you can travel 24 hours on a bus. In England, you can't. It's like 10 hours to the top of the country. Where did you come and from? What about with stops? Uh, you came from Munich. All right, That's fair, all right, fair then. play, yeah. fair play. Um, I thought it was like a Sunday service. Or no, something. I'm accepting that. You have to go through Tokyo, oh, Paris, London, yeah, yeah. then Munich. Talk about <laughs> pop music. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna get to since he came from Munich. He's gonna get to suggest. I'm, I'm guessing he's gonna say Eric Bana, but. Uh, um, 
he gets to pick who we're going to play with today. I like to play along just for fun, but we'll, we'll start with Richard, and then we'll go to Pip, and then me, and then Roisin gets to go fourth. And uh, I don't know, maybe that's making it more difficult for her. Let's go the other way around. And um, <laughs> I'm going to be a gentleman about this. Uh, there, he's going to name somebody, and we just have to name movies that that person was in, and when you can't think of one, or you say one that's incorrect, you are out. But just say one. Yeah, just, just, a hit, just one at a time. On previous yeah. games where you listed eight that you loved. And <laughs> sort of make sure you don't, don't rush off there. I got it, I got it. <laughs> I wish you were on the show all the time to <laughs> get those other guests in line. <laughs> I try to explain how the games work, and they don't listen to me. All right, so, uh, oh, and your Twitter name, the guy from the bus is, uh, and this also maybe explains the 24-hour bus ride, his Twitter name is A Study in Beer. I see. Yeah. And uh, so you're, is that what you do for a living? You study beer? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, what's, what's this amazing name you thought of for Last Man Stanton? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I think we have, but I'll, you know, I'm always willing to revisit. Uh, plus, we do it on Doug Loves Minis as well, so that might have been overlooked from that, but we'll see. Uh, so we'll start with you, Richard. Just name any movie that's got Sam Jackson in it. Um, True Romance. I think right out of the gate, you confused me. <laughs> He's in True Romance? He's right at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Interesting. (laughs) I I would have saved that one if I were you. I would have hip-pocketed that one, but also I'm guessing you're going to be great at this. (laughs) Roisin, any Samuel L. Jackson movie? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's a little slightly more obvious one. Save him one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with Kingsman, The Secret Service. Yeah, just because it's the most recent. Um, I'm going to go with a film that at first I thought was a sequel because of the way it was written, but Menace 2 Society. (laughs) Yeah, they did throw that Roman numeral in there. I was looking for Menace Society 1. Society, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, All right. Let me write that down. <laughs> Richard? Uh, die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the weirdest cheer for that. It's like a, there's like a section of the fan club for that movie came to the show. It's just like 10 guys right there. Yeah. Uh, die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. Roisin? Coming to America. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. People are excited like they've made the movie or something. <laughs> very, very proud. Uh, I'll go with Jackie Brown. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> you guys like coming to America and die hard with a vengeance? <laughs> Jackie Brown, not so much. Pip. I'm going to go with Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. That might be my favorite. I love that movie. Uh, Richard? Uh, 51st date. Yeah. Oh, 51st dates. (laughs) I thought you said 51st state. 
Yeah. So I'd be like, <laughs> inter- interested, what? It is. It's 51st state. 51st state. 51st state. No. <laughs> oh, I, don't know what, I don't know what it's called in America. He's not in the Adam Sandler movie, 51st Dates? No. <laughs> what did we call it in America? Formula 51, okay. Uh, wow. Equally confusing. Breast milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Roisin? Snakes on a plane? Yeah. I'll go with uh, Django Unchained. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with um, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Ooh. All right. That's the full time. Oh, you want the number? Star Wars what? One. Ep- episode one, The Phantom Menace. Was it? No, four. What number is it? <laughs> Fuck, you're, you're panicking me. Five, two, one. I said one the first time. It's motherfuckers yeah, it's trying to fuck with me. Episode one. It's episode one. Episode one. I'll take that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to say the colon out loud though. If you, if you choose not to. Okay, uh, Richard. Uh, a time to kill. Yeah, with McConaughey and Sandy Bullock. Mm. What about you, Roisin? Mm. This is gonna be a good one, I think. This one's dragging out. <laughs> <laughs> Have I got one? Oh yeah, that one. You can do it. <laughs> oh, f- what do you do if you can't think of one? You're out. Yeah, just guess. <laughs> just, just throw some words together. Maybe your accent will confuse me. <laughs> Does the Barclays advert count that he did? <laughs> It's on in cinemas. <laughs> I don't know what that, what you said. <laughs> Just an ad for it for so, a big bang. So I'll take it, I'll take it. <laughs> um, uh, hold on to your butts, Jurassic Park. Yes. yes. Um, the man. Yeah. What? The man. The man. The man. People went woo, they're acknowledging its existence. Yeah, it's a real thing. Richard? Uh, you're not nervous at this point, are you? No. Yeah, you've got, got, you, pressure. You've got like 10 more in your head. I've got some more in my head. Yeah. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best, de- uh, forget it. <laughs> I think I'm out. What? I thought you'd think of another one while we went around. I just really can't think of anyone. Yeah, it's tough. It's a hard game. But thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be back in the next game. Uh, I'm going to go with something that I just saw on uh, VOD, Video On Demand. Uh, didn't love it, but he's certainly in it. And it's called Barely Lethal. Yeah. It's a wow. twist on the expression Barely Legal. Like, like it's, isn't it a fun idea to name a movie after the notion of having sex with someone who's underage? <laughs> <laughs> Barely lethal. All right. 
What I might you? be out. Really? I can't think of one. It's tough, right? It really uh, it is. It's really a real brain uh, taxer, but I think you could probably come up with one more. No, I'm not hearing it. I'm. I'm, I'm uh, no, I've not got anything. I'm done. All right. God damn it. It's just you and me now, Richard. As predicted. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, hang on. I've got one. I can't remember whether the second word is, is correct or not. So I'll go with uh, uh, White Sands. Um, or is it called White Plains? White Sands, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, White Sands. I think that's right. Yeah, okay. Got confirmation from a couple people. <laughs> That your incredibly obscure choice is correct. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, well, I have to go with... Uh, this is going to set off a chain reaction. <laughs> because I have to go ahead and blow, <laughs> blow this wide open. But might as well start with the Avengers. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> this is like this is like at that party where someone goes, "Should we get a whiskey?" Uh, <laughs> you just know you're gonna be there for another three hours and you can't go home. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, um, I'm trying to not go down that route. Uh, well, I'm gonna try not to, but I'll okay, go save it for me. I'm happy. Uh, Captain America Two, The Winter Soldier. Uh, okay. There's no, there's no two in it. It's just Captain America: right, The sorry. Winter Soldier, because you know that's it's classier that way. Yeah. Uh, but I'll take it. And then, of course, I'll go with the Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> um. Hmm. What's going for? Uh, hmm. I just so many of these seem so hard to come up with. Uh, Isn't it weird? The, all of there's so many of them. I just. Just think of one and say it. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man, he shows up in the little the scene at the end yeah, to recruit yeah. uh, Stark to become an Avenger, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it gets tricky which ones, uh, which ones he was in and which ones uh, he wasn't, so I will back off of that <laughs> for a moment and say 187. Ooh, yeah. Seven, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you got another one? I'm going to call you the winner if you can name one more. Uh, Star Wars Episode 2. <laughs> <laughs> Full title. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Congratulations. Richard's our winner. We forgot to do it after the first game, Pip. Hit that air horn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it, Dad. No, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, you guys. Uh, this is just flying by. I want to I wanna play a game I don't get to play very often, so I'll just make sure we play it very fast. It's called ABCD's Nuts. Yeah. And since we're at the Leicester Square Theater, let's spell Leicester Square. You guys all know how to spell it, right? Um, 
show. I know show. it's been a tough one for me to spell and learn to say it right. Yeah. Uh, but we'll um, we'll start with Richard since he won that game, and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll go to Pip and then to Roisin. And basically, we're just going to go through. All you got to do is think of any movie that begins with the letter that I tell you when we get to you. Okay. Uh, and if somebody misses, that you'll get stuck with the letter they missed on. But it's very easy because it's just all the movies. You just have to think <laughs> yeah. of one. That begins with that letter. But uh, I should say that if you match the one that I wrote down ahead of time, then you automatically win the game. And I have a feeling that we're going to have a match today, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but let's start with Richard and any movie that begins with the letter L. Uh, Lost Highway. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, <laughs> Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> Uh, e is your letter, Pip. I'm going to go for equilibrium. Yeah, that's, that's an easy way to play this game. Just start saying the letter, and then yeah. the rest of the name just tumbles out. That's why I walked away from E.T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went with Enchanted April. Yeah. Your letter is I, Roisin. Any movie that begins with I. Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing to bring up. Uh, <laughs> wasn't my idea to be independent. Um, I went with, if it's Tuesday, this must be Belgium. Just because that's such a fun title to, to get to bring up whenever possible. C is the next letter, Pip. It's me, isn't it? Mm, what? Oh, Richard, sorry. It's the beard, isn't it? It's the beards. Uh, See, can't buy me love. Mm-hmm. I went with closer, or closer. <laughs> closer sounds like the sequel to Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> Glengarry Glen Ross two always be closing. All right, E for Pip again. Another E. You can't okay. say equilibrium again. No, I'm gonna go for Enter the Void. They didn't make a sequel to Equilibrium? No, they didn't, exactly. Uh, Enter the Void, that's yeah. a trippy-ass movie. Yeah. Like, just the uh, opening titles gave me a seizure. Yeah. Uh, I went with Entrapment. Nice. Entrapment. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I like, I'm a cat burglar. Um, <laughs> my Sean Connery is, is just like Bane, but I don't cup the microphone. I'm a cat burglar. That's, that's Bane. S is the next letter. Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Yay. I'm not even going to make you say episode four, New Hope. But everybody be sure to check out Chronicon episode 420. A, 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 a fan's dope. Uh, I went with uh, sliding doors for my S. And I wanted to ask you guys real quick. Uh, where do you stand on Gwyneth Paltrow and her bullshit British accent <laughs> that she's whipped out a few times now? Right? She's taking away jobs from you guys. <laughs> Is it okay? Does she do a good, okay enough job? She does a good it's job. It's fine. Yeah? We I'm understand furious. how the machine of Hollywood works. <laughs> better, better or worse than British, Bridget Jones's? Worse. Fair enough. I don't enough. know if it is worse. No, I don't think it is. Because Bridget Jones is like a, a, it's like a sort of, it's, a, it's one accent, whereas she's trying to do like, as if she's actually from England, when yeah. it's so she's actually, she, you know, she's having a go, like we said earlier, you know, I, I like. I only feel like I mention this because we've said lovely things about him earlier, but the worst British accent ever was Charlie Hunnam in Green Street, and he's British anyway, and it's the worst British accent 
I've ever heard. He and I think he's he amazing. Forgot. I'm a big fan, yeah. but yeah, it's so his, bad. His, uh, he's, he's from Newcastle and he was playing a Londoner and God, it was bad. It's like, it's like when Colin Farrell has to do an Irish accent. He can't. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? Why is he not? T is the next letter. You uh, had a little extra time to think about it. Uh, train spotting. We've got a match. <laughs> Hit that air horn. Euro trip, run, fat boy, run, Shakespeare in love, Quadrophenia, Yuli's gold. I couldn't, I couldn't find a <laughs> film made in these parts that have uh, you at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> about a boy. <laughs> Red too. <laughs> Red too. Red too. of tomorrow. <laughs> I'm glad it ended then because I had E again. <laughs> For the third time I had E next. It's just... I'm, you, I'm playing a game called Name Films Beginning With E. <laughs> which is a wonderful round. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What would you have said? Um, I was going for Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> had it ready. Just got a load of E films in my head now. That was... Very good. All right, you guys. I got my voice back. Let's uh, maybe. You could just make barely. Up. Me and my sister used to play a game similar to this because stop the bus. Where you do like A, B. Remember stop the bus and then stop the bus. Do you remember that? Uh, when do you stop the bus? What's so you get, you get a letter like A, B, C, stop the bus, and in your head you say the alphabet. And if you stop on D, and then you do loads of things beginning with D. And if you've got movies, you, you just make up movies. And if you Google them, someone's made a film called yeah. that. So whatever yeah, yeah. So that's why in a lot of my games, I make the person when they guess the title, I make them say, "Well, tell us a little bit about it, so that we know you even know what you're talking about." Because a lot of expressions like two weeks' notice" could be a movie, and in fact, is. When I like to stop the bus is after 24 hours from Munich. All right, let's play Reverse Malton. Uh, I play regular Malton, but it's way too complicated. And uh, this, this is still complicated, but easier to explain quickly. Uh, Pip gets to go first this time. And then we'll uh, switch the order around. We'll go to Richard and then to Roisin. And Pip gets to pick the first movie. Uh, I'm going to name some movies. Pip's going to pick one. The one that he thinks he knows the most actors in the film. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to tell all three of you uh, how many actors Leonard Malton lists on his uh, movie app as appearing in that movie. And then you'll take turns bidding on how many names you think you can name from that particular film. So the person going first gets to, uh, you know, at least have a little bit of an advantage. And uh, we'll start with you, Pip, and you get uh, three options. Who do you know more actors from? Silverado, Tombstone, or Wyatt Earp? <laughs> Two of those, of course, are about Wyatt Earp. Yeah. And all three of those, are, of course, are American Westerns. Eve Either of the last two I pick, I'll be thinking of the same film, because I'm not sure which one it is I'm thinking of. I'm going to go with Tombstone. Okay. Good luck with that. Uh, Leonard lists a whopping... And we played at two points, so if you uh, don't win in one round, don't worry, you still, still have a chance. Uh, he lists a lot of names. He lists 8, 9, 10, 11, 14, 16, 18, 
22, 24 names. Yeah, out of those 24 names, and I um, recommend bidding one or two. I was going to say, how many, how many of those do you think you can name? I'm going to start with a bid of one. Yeah, that's a very yeah. smart opening bid. I'm, I'm sure uh, uh, Richard's going to be great at this. <laughs> Go on, say 24. How many out of 24 <laughs> do you think you could get, Richard? Well, 25. I'm thinking of this more like playing sort of like Wipeout, where you don't go straight to the number. You just are one above the other person. So I'm going to say two. Okay, that's smart. Uh, but Roisin's already looking at me like, <laughs> I don't think I can name three. But if you can't name it, then you can tell him you to name it. You can challenge that. him right. to name it, but I, you know, two seems... <laughs> doable. Two doesn't seem too difficult for him. Um... Do you, know, do you know the film Tombstone? <laughs> yeah, I know that. Well, I mean, it's not ridiculous to not know it. No, no, I mean, I, know, I, feel, no, I, know the, I just don't know the game. Western. <laughs> <laughs> so all you got to do is you could say that you can name, it, name three names. Just okay, about, no, out of 24 names from the cast. Okay. You can't name three people? No, definitely then, not. Then you probably have to challenge Richard. And I'll he'll, challenge Richard. And he'll probably <laughs> knock it right down. <laughs> Uh, because uh, ahead, two names from out of 24 <laughs> probably isn't much of a challenge for uh, someone who's seen Tombstone. Uh, uh, is, it a, is it a film you like, Richard? I do, actually. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Isn't it secretly directed by the guy who that Stallone used to like direct on in secret? Oh, interesting. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, George Cost, Costas or something. No, Cosmatos yeah. is credited as the director. Yeah, but he's not. You're he's saying someone he doesn't you, really someone, do it. He's someone you hire because the studio won't let you write, direct, produce, and star. So you hire this bloke who just does what you tell him. So you have so, a... I think Stallone so used him Stallone on some of his movies. loaned him to this other he actors? He recommended him as someone he should use. Who do you think he recommended it to? He recommended him to Kurt Russell. Yeah. And uh, name a second person out of 24 people. <laughs> uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, second build Val Kilmer, <laughs> who, uh, of course... Uh, who's he playing that? Uh... Is it Doc Holliday? Doc yeah, Holliday. Kurt, Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp, and uh, Mel Kilmer is Doc Holliday. Richard has a point. <laughs> I love that you guys applauded for that, because that was one of the easiest. <laughs> it wasn't difficult for him to pull off. How many do you think you could name if, if uh, pressured to name a lot more? I don't know. Uh, is Bill Paxton in it? Uh... I have to look, yes. Charles Heston? Yes, he's 23 out of the 24 uh, names. 25, uh, 24 is, it was narrated by Robert Mitchum. <laughs> really? Yeah, he oh, threw wow. him in there. But Billy Bob Thornton's in it. My, uh, Michael Rooker, who's is been Michael on this Bean show. Is Michael Bean in it? Michael Rooker. Uh, Bean should be in it, sure. Michael oh, Bean. Is he, is yeah. he in it? I think so. I All know. directed by some guy that got hired to not be, get his name as the actual director. And uh, here he's listed as George Pan Cosmatos. Oh. Which is weird. Because <laughs> he's it's like only be weirder if his middle name was Pip. <laughs> and uh, let's move on to uh, let's play another round. And uh, Pip gets to go first this time, and then we'll go to Roisin. Uh, so Pip gets to choose again between Excellent. three films, and they are Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> let's just call it 50 First Dates. <laughs> yeah. uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Which one of those Harry Potter movies do you think you can name more of the cast? I'm going to go for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. 
Uh, Leonard lists a lot of names again. He lists 9, 12, 15, 18, 21 names. 21 names. You start the bidding. How many of those can you reel off under pressure? I'm going to start at three. (laughs) (laughs) Can you guess which three? Just starting with. Okay, Roisin, uh, do you think you can do more? Do you think you can say four people that are in the... uh... Four. Yeah, she says four, Richard. Probably five. (laughs) Pip? I think I've got six. Think you can go to seven, Roisin? No, I was on four. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right, so he's got to name six people from the, uh, what is, I believe, the third Harry Potter film. Yep. G- give it a go. Right, I'm going to go f- for Daniel Radcliffe, uh-huh. obviously. Emma Watson. Sure. Um, can't even remember the g- a ginger kid's name. <laughs> okay, that's um, not going to count. But I believe Gary Oldman is in that one, right? Don't say, you guys. Let's wait till he says, is, says six um, names. <laughs> um, what's his name? <laughs> this oh, is going to be rough. This is going to be rough. <laughs> um, Mr. Potter. Yeah, that's the guy. Fucking... <laughs> Yeah, name? he just walked in. Die Special art. guest. Um, and All right, cracker. you can't do it. Um, R- what's Robert? Um, what's his name? What's yeah. Cracker? Robert? No, I'm fucked. Roisin gets a point. Uh, yes. Thank you. Robbie Coltrane, Robbie Michael Coltrane. Gambon, uh, Richard Griffiths, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Uh, yeah, Maggie Smith, Timothy Spall. I mean, all you have to do is just, if you'd have just thrown uh, darts at a British actor's dartboard. Yeah, it was pretty much all you could pretty Jesse much. Jesse Cave in that one? Who? Jesse Cave. Maybe, but not, not listed in the top 21 names. Well, she's in it, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, there's, I, there's probably a hundred actors in it. Uh, but uh, Roisin's on the board with a point. And, uh, Thank you. Scoobius is the only one who doesn't have a point, but we have to start with uh, Richard this round and then go to Roisin. And uh, you get to pick between these three films. Do you know more actors from <laughs> The Hunt from Red October? Clear and Present Danger? Or the sum of all fears. Which one of those do you think you can name more people? Probably the Hunt for Red October. Okay. Yay, someone in the audience says. <laughs> Leonard lists 8, 11, uh, 13 names. Lucky 13. How many of those can you name? Uh, well, up two. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, delicate nature of the bidding. Roisin, do you think you can name three people from that film? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's on uh, Richard to name two people for the, for the win. <laughs> two people from the hunt for Red October. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hurry. Uh, Sean Connery and Sam Neill. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might have gone with Alec Baldwin because he played the title character. Yeah. 
That means Richard's our winner today. Uh, Pip, start us off with your plugs. What would you like to plug, my friend? Um, I'd like to plug my podcast, which is called the Distraction Pieces Podcast, and I've had people like Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Neil Maskell, as mentioned, Stuart Lee, loads of good people. So check that out. It's on iTunes, on an Acast, and everywhere else. That's about it. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, Nick Frost also, and Simon Pegg both send their regards. Uh, Simon Pegg's not in the country right now, and Nick Frost has other stuff to do. If you you gutted that you're not hearing them now, check out Distraction Pieces podcast. Um, Yeah, they'll be on there. (laughs) They're on there. Right on. Richard, what would you, Richard Shandling, what would you like to plug? Uh, I'll just point out my name's Richard Sandling. uh, That's a great plug. That's a great plug. I didn't want to interrupt him. I feel bad. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. We gotta get the name right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I was even walking around singing backstage. It's Richard Chandling's show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it turns out it was. Yeah. Uh, a one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard Chandling. Yeah. What? I, I do a, a podcast and live show called Perfect Movie, which is a show about films, and I also have a YouTube channel with lots of mashups, which is username Bucken39. If you just Google my name, Richard Chandling, you will find me. Online, do yes, so. Yes, but I'm Google brilliant. it with an H in there. Yeah. I, think, I forgot to mention that we oh, yeah. do a film club next door at the Prince Charles Cinema, so you should check that out as well. Me and Richard. So yeah, yeah. sorry, go on. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, what do you have your uh, name tag, Pip? Um, oh, it's, yes, the, it's that thing. Just give me the post-it note. That's that's the shithead one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Roisin, what do you got coming up? Um, uh, I'm on Twitter, and I, uh... <laughs> spell, spell, spell it out for everybody to follow you on Twitter. R-O-I-S-I-N... C-O-N-A-T-Y. That's the one. Yeah. And I, just, I made a pilot last year, and I just got a series called Game Face, and you can watch it still on Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Uh, where's, where'd the air horn come from? Oh, there it is. So, come get your stuff. No, he's the one that's in there. Oh, no, the air horn didn't win. Sit, no. Stay right where you are. <laughs> Thank you for bringing an air horn, though. Uh, where's uh, Andrew at? Down there. Oh, there he is. All right, come get your stuff. Yep. Man, that jacket's amazing. Yeah. The, I, I think the jacket's going to go home with him, and this is going to go right in the rubbish bin. There you go, dude. Congratulations. Thank you for coming and for yeah. winning. One more time for all of my guests. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for turning out for this. Thank you to the Leicester Square Theater, open during construction. And as always, oh, these are both so complicated. (laughs) Joey Eat Me Donner, the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You who punched Joseph Gordon-Levitt and had, had a no spray ad photo shoot is a shithead. <laughs> and living in a country with a prehistoric drug policy and... <laughs> and therefore having to pick up weed behind some dumpsters from a bloke called Dangerous Dave. <laughs> Is a shithead. Now it's time to the
There's no room in